coming this August from ASAP Imagination. It's our two-year anniversary, so celebrating with the first ever Anyone Con. Special announcements. Amazing fan art. Giveaways. Cosplay competition. Friend of foe. Grimface. Not to mention, we'll be launching a whole as a part of our main continuity. <laughs> Scan that barcode, will you? All right, so that was interesting. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Grace tonight? Your mic is muted. muted. You're bringing it on today. We have Mr. Rodney Fight. He's going to be talking about his Kickstarter, Roadkill Rampage, which is live right now. And we're going to be talking about other things. You know, you know what we do. You know how we do. Do you? Do you really? Let's get it. Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Santa Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you want to do it. Catch the craze. What's up? Welcome to Get the Crazy Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Most, Sam the Crazy Man Vera, and I am with George the Dreamer Medina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are live. It is Wednesday, August 10th, and we have a double header today, bro. We got two for the price of one. We have a show at seven, another one at eight o'clock. So stay with us for the entirety of the two hours. We will be going out and coming back in. But if you haven't done so yet, Please subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, comment below, do all those things so that it helps us grow and it helps us grow the channel. Uh, we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. So Word. if you haven't done so yet, subscribe and stay subscribed. Yeah. You know subscribe. what I mean? Help us, help us get there, help us get there. But uh, yeah, no, and before I continue, the opening that you guys saw that Sam was reading <laughs> was for a good buddy of ours, Mr. Paul Hayden, who has a company called ASAP Imaginations, and he is celebrating two years two years publishing, self-publishing. And so he's uh, celebrating August 25th and 26th. He's gonna do his own little uh, convention online. It's gonna be called N1. Anyone, uh, what is it? Anyone, uh, geez, now I don't have the information. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but we play this thing. So big shout out to Paul, big shout out to Paul. I try to follow along and read it. Um, <laughs> so big shout out to him. Thank you very much for sending that out. And uh, yeah, man, we are back. We are doing uh, we're doing a show today. Rodney Fike is going to be on the show. What up, Mike? Rodney Fike is going to be on the show. You know, a friend of the show. He's got a road, uh, roadkill rampage that is uh, on Kickstarter right now. Um, yeah, so is that's he a friend of mine. 
it's always it's either or <laughs> friend of a friend of ours is a friend of yours friend of yours is a friend of ours they that, show was, love. Uh, that was uh what was it johnny brasco with Al Pacino. Johnny, johnny brasco yes did you say johnny or donnie i said donnie oh i thought you said johnny yeah i saw donnie brasco at a sunday matinee in forest hills queens at uh at it uh it uh at a theater where it's only senior citizens it was like it was like 11 a.m matinee and it, it was three dollars so i was like i'm going nice. and uh and i was the i was the young in there they felt like i was a, i was like like uh what is it called infiltrating the turf everyone was staring at me because i'm i'm the i'm this teenager with a big bucket of popcorn and there's nothing but senior couples and they're like why is he here <laughs> Donnie <laughs> yeah, you know that I'll tell you this, man. Johnny Depp, I didn't think he could pull that off. And I don't remember the movie too much because it's been a long time ago. At first, I was like, Donnie, I mean, Johnny as a gangster, I don't know about all that, but he did a good job. He did He's a good a, job. He is a he was good in it. A fantastic um actor. I mean, come oh, on, he, he did he did um he, he did um what was the one with um was it Jack the Ripper or the Hellless Horseman? What was that? Uh, it was sleepy. It was uh, sleepy hollow. Sleepy, sleepy hollow. hollow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He also did that one with the author, um, in the woods. Um, uh, but, yeah, I can't remember the name of that one. Yeah, I mean, he did some really good. Wow, who, who, who's, he's got some stuff. He's yeah, got some man. stuff under his belt. And you know what it is? You know, you never. It's he does roles where you don't really see him in the role. You he know, gets like, lost in the character. He does. He does. Like he throws the makeup on. You I know, mean, he you is. You never Jack really Sparrow. see him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Jack Sparrow. So he's he was in Terminator. He was in Terminator. He was in. I know he was in a nightmare in a nightmare on Elm Street. Was it the original Terminator? I don't know. Was I, he? I, I got, know. I got, I, got, I got a Google. Yo, real quick, is anyone con? N e one con. Asap imagination. I don't want to. Anyone can come. Anyone? <laughs> whoa, easy. <laughs> that sounded weird. Um, yeah, anyone con. So check that okay. out. Uh, it's going to be on his channel also. So. Definitely, definitely give that give that a, a look. Um, he said Terminator. Damn, oh, he was acting up. He was acting up. He's, he's acting. Oh yeah, yeah. Silly. Gotcha, gotcha. Nah, Johnny's got some stuff under his belt. Bro. He's got some stuff under his belt. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny. I mean, he has a, a portfolio that's like none other. Um, Lifetime Achievement Award. He should have already had that. I mean, the guy's just killing <laughs> the lights on the Achievement Award. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. That's what you were thinking, right? Did I freeze or did you freeze? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did you go down, Sam? Oh, the storm's got you, my brother. Oh, the storm's got you. <laughs> Sammy froze. Oh, no. He's going to have to come back in. Anyway, I guess I'm going to have to carry on without my friend. Uh, look at him. He's just smiling. Can't even get off the get off the air yet. Anyway, guys, yeah. So we have Rodney Fike on the show. But before we get going, Sam would have wanted you to know that there's an alien in my toilet. Number three is gonna launch on September 20th. What he's doing with the campaign is that anybody who signs up, anybody who signs up to the pre-launch page, which is live right now, it's, I'm sure it's in the show notes. Anyone who signs up right now will get a print. The print is gonna be a Cthulhu print. Uh, Cthulhu uh, themed print and he's going to send you a PDF of that print when you sign up you got to let him know you signed up hit him up yo Sam I signed up you're going to get that print digitally if you decide to you know pledge to the campaign there's no obligation but if you decide to pledge to the campaign he will include the printed 
Uh, I believe it's it's not eight eight and a half by eleven. It's like a it's 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 comic book size, so it's gonna fit right into your sleeve when he sends you the comic. So that way it doesn't get damaged or anything like that, no water damage when he sends it to you. And he's gonna send that to you with the uh, with the book. So that's if you decide to pledge. So that's happening on the 20th. He also has another book that he's including in the campaign, and it's about duty and, and, and monsters. And because the campaign is launching on the 20th and it's going to go for a month, it's going to be around Halloween. So that's going to be a nice little fun thing for the kids. He's got Cthulhu in that. He's got, you know, all the famous monsters, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, and all this stuff. And it's just another duty adventure uh, with monsters. So that's going to be included in the campaign. So you can pledge to that. It's going to be, it was supposed to be a one shot. I think Sam is thinking he may extend it. It may be longer than that. We don't know. But that's going to be, that's going to be there. Um, big Storm of Power went out rebooting. So there he is. That's what happened. <laughs> Called Daphne. <laughs> I can't even put your things up on the on the screen. But anyway, so that's happening. Make sure you sign up. And uh, again, let them know. He's up to about 46, I think, 46 signups. So, so they're, they're going. They're going. And we're going to be live, obviously, on September 20th here on the show. We're going to launch the campaign live. Hopefully, he doesn't have this situation, pretty much like I did. But, uh, but definitely show up. Show up, guys, and show some love and support because that's going to be big. He's got alternative covers. Uh, one that is, uh, you know, it's got a shining cover. So it's like, you know, here's Johnny, it's here's duty. So he's got that going on. He's got a bunch of stuff, man. Sam's really putting it all, putting his, his heart into this thing. He actually is doing the coloring, penciling, inking, and lettering for the, um, for the, the monster book while issue number three is being, you know, drawn, colored, you know, everything by him. I'm doing the lettering on that. But the other one, he's doing it all. So he's uh, he's a busy, busy dude. So that's what's going on on that end. As far as the Adventures of Wonder Duck, some of you might have already gotten your stuff. If you did, I, you know, let me know. Thank you so much for the support. George Sam is gone. Let's push Wonder Duck and Technica. <laughs> uh, yes, that's, so definitely, definitely check that out. Um, if you've gotten everything, let me know you've gotten it. Some of you have not. Mike, you're one of them. Your stuff came back to me. The post office decided that the stuff that I was sending to you guys was not media mail because it's a comic book, even though it doesn't have any ads. So they returned all that stuff to me, which I have now decided to send back out to you. I've had to do other you know, new labels and all that other stuff. Whatever. I won't bore you with the details. But that is going to you guys. And hopefully you'll be getting it pretty, pretty soon. Big shout out to Michael. Let's do Technicods, bro. Technicods. If you haven't done so yet, check that out. Because Technicods number three is out right now. Actually, Saturday, we will be talking about Technicods on the show. Because Sam has a what's in the box where he talks about Technicods and what he thought about it. I personally loved it. Let's see what Sam thought of the book itself. The guys were on the show and it was it was freaking awesome. So big shout out to Michael San Martino and Technicods. I also wanted to give a couple of shout outs to some other indies, uh, including uh, Mark Torres from It Came From The Radio. He's got a Kickstarter right now called Designated. Designated on Kickstarter. Please check that out. Make sure you Google that up. Go to Kickstarter and search it. Look, Sam's back. And uh, and show some love and support. I did the Oh, you saw that flash? No. Did you see that? I, no, hold on. I did the letter. I did the lettering on that book. So please, you know, give Mark uh, uh, some support, some love. Show the man some love. Uh, no, I didn't see it, bro. You you had lightning and thunder. No, and lightning all struck. All I heard was a boom, and then the power went out. 
And I was and like, big, what the hell? Big old and right now, there's another side. You can't even see outside. The rain is so hard and thick. It's it crazy. Really dark. It looks dark in your place, bro. It looks really, really dark. Uh, yeah, but, like, what the hell? But don't worry. Don't worry. I took, I took, I took care of the, uh, of, uh, of the announcements at the beginning. Um, so we, we at least got that out of the way. But yeah, bro, that's crazy out there. So it's been running all day. What it's been like just storming the whole, it's, the whole it day. It started uh what's this six o'clock? So it started around three o'clock. Um it just got dark. And um and then all of a sudden you just heard like a sonic boom. And I saw Thor <laughs> and I saw Zeus and nice. it was like a battle going on out there. Loki and, was uh, out there. All right. It is just it is just crazy. Um and I'm sitting here and uh, the power just goes right out. Boom. Oh man, yeah, no, you 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 just you just froze and I was like, oh. There it goes. See I know. You, see you later. I know. Oh man! But no, yeah, yeah. I was telling them about about the uh, the campaign and what's going on down the pike. You know, the, the oh, also one more thing. As far as Wonder Dog goes, I just launched some uh, some tank tops on the website. So go to getyourmedswithaz.com and check out the Wonder Dog tank tops that are on there now for sale. It's been hot out there, so I figured I'd throw some up there. So that's new on the uh, on the website. It's got different colors and all kinds of fun stuff so check that out check that out but uh yeah sammy it's uh it's gonna be a fun one today man we got rodney fike on the show he actually did a cool piece of uh of duty for you uh yes, he for did. the first campaign i think right yes yes it's, yeah issue one yep absolutely <laughs> michael sam is back okay back to alien in my toilet <laughs> okay guys by the way if you're gonna be in texas next week come and check me out at uh, booth number 25 at the Arlington comic fest i'll be there on the 20th and the 21st doors open at 12 p.m 12 to 7 saturday and 12 to 5 on sunday so come down check it out um i'll be there signing the copies of the books and doing commissions so Hope to see you there. Baby convention time. Yeah, man. Hopefully yes. next uh next month. No, not next month, next year, <laughs> I should say. I'm gonna start a nice little list of conventions that I want to do, start signing up for those bad boys and start hit, hitting the road. Yes, the road and do some of these bad boys, man. I've yes, and uh, actually uh, um Tech the Gods, uh Michael San Martino's an official sponsor of Catch the Craze. Oh, holla. And so uh, you'll be seeing some of his promos once I get them from him wow, uh, you, running down the pike. So that's going to be pretty dope um, as well. Just want to bring that up. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of cool stuff. And if you haven't signed up, help us get to 100. We're at 46. Thank you um, for the two new signups today and the six signups yesterday. Pretty dope. Pretty exciting. Um, so every day we've had a few more people sign up. So I do I definitely appreciate it. We're on our road to 100. If you've been joining the drawing live streams, you know that everyday duty has been scouring the earth, um, whether it's climbing a mountain or the desert or, you know, falling down a waterfall um, in search of supporters for the campaign. So uh, sign up. It's going to be big. It's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. Um, all right. So, you know, um, yeah, watch yourself. Uh, so <laughs> without further ado, we're going to uh, take a commercial break. And we come back, we're going to bring our guest in. All right. So why should you subscribe to Cast the Craze? Hear from our previous guest. It's Monty Moore. I'm a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies, and you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? 
Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the craze. Making moves on your own. Catch the craze. On your grind in the street. Catch the craze. Join the movement. Catch the craze. Welcome, Mr. Fike. You know, you know what I realized. Well, you know what I realized, Sam. We don't, we don't give our guests the proper introduction. So I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Rodney the proper introduction. Okay. Oh, brownie points, brownie points. Coming, coming in, coming in today, guys. We want to introduce you to this man, Mr. Rodney Fight, creator, writer of Roadkill Rampage. He killed it in issue number one, killed it in issue number two, and now he's bringing you issue number three, which is what we're gonna talk about next. So please welcome everyone, Mr. Wait. Rodney. Fight. We forgot it. Bearded man extraordinaire. You see, and, and then and then you give him the clap, and now we're in. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. What's up, Rodney? How you doing, man? What's going on, fellas? Hey, man. <laughs> you know, I was on a podcast the other day, and uh, I met a guy. He's from Toronto, and he's like, "Look, man, I got to jump in real quick." He says, "Rodney, I've never met you, man, but your your beard game is strong." <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so you know what's strong too? That that image right behind you, but holy cow, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, brother. Awesome. So how you been, Rodney? It's been, it's been a little while since we last spoke. How's everything going? <coughs> Everything's going good if I can breathe. <laughs> All right, we're good. You're back. I mean, it's it's good, man. We've just been busy as hell. We got Roadkill Rampage 3 live on Kickstarter right now. Right. Um, jumping, I'm on the script for Pitter Patter. I've uh, got something new brewing uh, to go alongside of that. Can't talk about that yet, but things are going things are going good, man. Um, issue three uh, has topped uh, issue two as far on Kickstarter as far as sales and backers and stuff. So we're growing. That's good. We're getting more eyes on it, so that's incredible. Um, we're just having fun and making friends and making fans and creating and what else can you want out of life that's what it's all about that's and you've been hitting about. the road as well you've been doing the convention circuit uh not a lot um we did dayton ohio and we did uh uh, uh we did a couple of anime cons all all in ohio and then we're doing cincinnati comic expo in september but this year we we weren't really sure what to expect as far as if COVID was going to come back, if people were, you know, we we were still kind of in that flux when it was time for planning these shows, right. so we just erred on the side of caution, yeah. Um, which, you know, allowed us to stay at home and create more more stuff. So we will we will be out and about more next year than we are this year, um, but yeah, we just it, we just playing it safe and just kind of staying staying close, um, just in the state of Ohio and. Uh, doing our thing so yeah yeah that's kind of yeah, like what i'm thinking i was told we were talking about just before you came on that's my plan too man for next year just get a list of shows that i want to do next year and just start hitting the road and doing some of those shows you know just let this one ride and go out that next year and do our thing but you know what ronnie you've been on the show before and, yeah. and we've spoken to you plenty but maybe somebody who's watching the show for the first time has no idea who rodney fike is do you want to give us a quick introduction into who is Rodney Fike with this amazing beard on the screen. <laughs> Mr. Beard. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny because for such a long time, I couldn't grow a beard, but here we are. <laughs> um, let's see. So hi, everybody. I'm Rodney Fike. I am writer, artist, creator, penciler, inker, colorist, um, so, sometime letterer. 
Um, I've been creating comics since the early 90s. I started uh, with the, the Superior 7, which was a black and white superhero comic book that I did with my friends from high school. We did that. Uh, we printed five issues. We did about nine of them, but only five of them sold print. Uh, and then we spent about six or seven years coloring comics for everybody when that the computer coloring started. And we did that. Um, and then that ran its course. And then everybody grew up and got married and had families and moved away. And uh, I went and got the dreaded day job and was out of the scene for about 10 years. Wow. And then I came back. Um, I blew out my back at my day job. And I was bedridden for a while. So that got me back into drawing. And uh, I, I met my my wife, Tina, <clears throat> and we started talking about, you know, what I used to do and everything. And she's like, well, why don't, why don't you do it again? So we, we jumped back in with uh, Peanut Pudding and Jelly, which was our first book, an all-ages kids book, a uh, semi-autobiographical book based on my brother and sister and I about the uh, kids that believe that they're superheroes, but they don't have costumes. So they run out and they do chores around the neighborhood to earn money to go buy costumes. And they go out in the neighborhood and face all the supervillains. So we did that. We did six issues of that. So we have a trade with issues one through four. And we have floppies of five and six. And then we jumped into, uh, we did a, a one shot called Unchained, which is kind of a study of uh, social classes and power. Um, we did that. We came back with a couple of years later with a, a backup story with the original artist and just kind of re-released it and fixed some of the stuff we didn't like about it. And then we got into doing Pitter Patter, which we are currently on issue three of. That's just our friendly, goofy, cartoony, cute, cuddly cat book. A um, couple of house cats, Buddy and Dude, and their adventures or misadventures around the house. And then we are also doing Roadkill Rampage, which we are currently on issue three, which is live on Kickstarter now. Um, and Roadkill Rampage is the story of a, a, a drive in the, in the country on a nice summer day gone bad. <laughs> Nice. I like that. I like that, Rodney. I like that little quick pitch. Well, so, so let me ask you a little bit about about like like your 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 background. So, you had this these this book called Superior Seven. Five made it to print. So these four issues that you guys did are they finished? Or who has these things? Are you ever thinking gonna you know release these things? Oh, of what Superior Seven? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh no. <laughs> That 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 part of my life has we have I think we've buried that done um, and for legal reasons I, I I would love to but I it's it, it's it would cost me more than it would make us gotcha gotcha and it's not it's not it's just not economically feasible I got it so they're there there's five issues out if anybody wants to search search them out. Um, they were successful and people liked them in the 90s um but that's the 90s <laughs> yeah no i hear you and and so then you went into coloring so you did digital coloring for the big two the big three no, i mean no, no okay. the, so it was the, in the indie in the coloring. small the small 100. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys so that's cool man because you were hitting that when it first started so that must have been like you guys yeah. were doing something that nobody was doing we saw time. we saw the the rise yeah. the crescendo and the fall yeah because when we started nobody was doing it so we were getting a really nice page rate and as the years went on so we had about two or three years of really good you know rates and then all the kids started getting computers in their bedrooms and they started figuring out photoshop and then you got all these small studios 
and then the prices were going further and further down and it just wasn't you know wasn't economically feasible for us to continue doing it and it just it just fizzled out and then a couple of the guys got married and they moved away and the studio kind of fell apart and just we just stopped doing it for a while interesting man i mean listen everything i guess has like a kind of an evolution or a devolution in some cases yeah, yeah. And, and, and it just happens it just happens but you always had a love for drawing so did you draw the, the the original comics that you were doing back in the day or no, no. I, your, your I created it i wrote the, the story arc that's this issues one through five i wrote i created that story arc and we wrote it uh, me and me and my one buddy wrote it and uh our uh, we were all really good friends from high school we were all in the same art class um so it was my best friend chris henry and then our, my other best friend dion knuckles who a lot of people know dion um from he worked for hasbro and kenner kenner hasbro he was the head of the batman line for wow. ever um so he moved to rhode island and he left and he he left before that to go do his own thing right. and we we replaced him with greg land <laughs> so we have 17 pages of issue six of superior seven drawn by greg land <laughs> that we can't use <laughs> he got hired by crossgen oh, so he he went you know left to go to crossgen which you know you can't can't blame him yeah and uh and then and then it just you know it just it just continued to be that so yeah. we started coloring comics because gotcha. we controlled that yeah um but yeah it's it, it, you know and the funny thing is 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 when i was on my own because we we would go to our big show back then was Chicago Chicago Comic Con before it was bought by Wizard when it was a comic book show and there were 60 70,000 people every summer we would all go spend a week in Chicago and just have a blast um, so one year I went by myself with a with a, a buddy that was unrelated to the studio and uh, and Josh Blaylock was a big fan of the superior seven and he's from cincinnati and i went up to his booth that devils do and he's like rodney man how you doing he's like hey and he gave me an invitation to he had a private party that night so i went to the party and and uh there was a bunch of people there we went in there was this big walk-in closet <laughs> and we we went into this closet and we we there was these five gallon buckets and we sat on these five gallon buckets he's like what's going on man and i was like well you know, I'm kind of flying solo now and I'm still looking to play, you know, you got anything. So we talked for a little bit. And then when I got back home, I got a call from John Larder, who was inking G.I. Joe. And he said, hey, how would you feel about assisting me on inking G.I. Joe? Wow. And I can pay you X amount of dollars. He said, would you be interested? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was John's inking assistant on G.I. Joe for about 10 issues. Wow. One of the devils do. So I, I did that and then uh you know was kind of kind of phased out after uh, that lasted for about a year and then I didn't do anything for a while and then I blew my back out and then I was down and out for about a year and then that's when I met Tina and we kind of started building Hasm. Right. And uh we we spent about six months going to going to shows and I, me introducing her to the business. Um, and the funny thing was in my head, it was still, the business was still the way it was in the nineties, right. but it wasn't, it completely changed. 
um, and even even since the time that we started, which was in 2009, the business has completely changed because yeah. Kickstarter and Indiegogo and on-demand printing has changed the game for guys like us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it, it's crazy because the change is so sudden. Like I remember when we when we were uh, starting out, Sam and I. I mean, Sam was doing it before even I was doing it at this level. But I remember coming in in like 2002, 2003. Print on demand was still a baby. Like there, there was you know that 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 had just started, and then that led to like more people saying, "Hey, I can print my own books on demand. I don't have to print 3,000, 10,000 copies. I can just print out 15 for this show. Cool." And I remember Comic Express was one of those uh, on-demand uh, places. Kablam was around, I think, at the time. And yep. now you have, you know, Comics Well Spring, and you have all these other, uh, you know, places. And like you said, Kickstarter and, and, and crowdfunding campaigns. Do you think that? Do you think that that's done? Has it is something? Is it something that's been good for the industry or bad for the industry? What, what's your What's your I, viewpoint on that? I honestly think it's been great because it's it's given so many more creators who would have never seen the light of day a, a, a spotlight in the sun. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, let's be real. None of us would have ever gotten a shot at Marvel or DC, right. you know, and that, and, and if we're being honest, I mean, if I'm being hundred percent honest, I would be lying if I said I never wanted to write the Avengers or Spider-Man. That's just bullshit. And everybody, you know, you know that, mm -hmm. but I had never, I realized the mountain that I was going to climb and I, and I know, I'm an I'm a good artist, but I'm not, you know, I'm not Jim Lee. I'm not, you know, I'm not John Byrne, right. um, but I can write with the best of them. I think I'm a pretty good writer. Yeah. Um, so I never really, it was never really one of my goals to work for the big two. I just wanted to work in the industry and I just wanted to be respected among my peers. Yeah. So, and if, if one of those fell into my lap, sure, I'd take the opportunity, but that wasn't really what I was working for. Right, right. You, you know, always wanted to create your own stuff, right? Your yeah, own stuff yeah, yeah. Because um, we control our own stuff. Oh yeah. You know, I I talked to um, Kyle Baker in Detroit, Motor City Con, a few years back, and he he did a pinup of peanut pudding and jelly for us. We got it in the back of the trade, and I stood there, and I've I've talked to him before, but it was thirty years ago, ninety two, right. um, and I talked to him. This was probably sixteen, seventeen. And we talked for a half hour. I stood there the whole time he was drawing the pinup and we talked. And he said, you know, he says, I've worked for Marvel. I've worked for DC. I've worked for Disney. I've worked for Warner Brothers. I've worked for them all. He says, and I've made a lot of decent money. He says, but the one thing, the one common denominator in all of it is I don't own any of it. Hmm. You know, and uh, he says, so I'm not ever going to make any money on it. He says, right. so if, if you're doing this, congratulations, continue doing it because you own it you control it and you can do whatever you want with it and nobody can take it away from you. And he says, that's, and that's, that's what he's been doing for a long time. Yeah. You know, and I love Kyle Baker. I love his artwork. I love him as a person. He's just honest and upfront and you know, he's just a cool stand-up guy. So. Well said, man. Well said. I, I know, I know that the industry is crazy. Uh, Spooky T says great for it. I won't work for anyone, everyone, but there's a monopoly with Marvel and DC. Image breaking free was a huge deal, but they too are established. Success doesn't have to involve them anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. It really doesn't have to involve them anymore. And you and listen, you found success doing your own thing. I I know that you know. Obviously, we're not you know we're not selling you know thousands and thousands of copies of stuff, but you've been able to 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 do things with your with your line Hassam 
So tell me a little bit or tell us a little bit about the company. And, and, and I know you started telling us in 09, you started going to conventions and things had changed. Tell us a little bit about the evolution of your company. Okay. Well, first of all, let me explain the name, Hasm. Uh, has I have an older brother that's mentally disabled. So he has his isms that he always says. And one thing he's always said is, hey, don't have a Hasm. And it, it means, you know, hey, just relax and have a good time and chill. So when we were trying to come up with names, I was like, I already knew what the name was. I was like, okay, no, it's it's, it's going to be Hasm Productions. Hasm, and she's like, okay, cool. That's kind of near and dear to the heart. And it, it's people will appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So that's where the name comes from. And that's how you say it, Hasm. Hasm. Yes. Um, and if I had to explain it, we're, I mean, it's, it's, it's Tina and myself, you know, we're, we're two people in a basement, <laughs> you know, uh, doing what we do, um, just for the love of doing it, you know, thank God for, for, thank God she loves me <laughs> because I, I definitely test her patience. Um, because, you know, I'm a creative, so I tend to live in the world of fantasy and talking to my inner voices and my inner children. And and she lives in a world of, you know, the day job and the legal ease and the business end of things. Yeah. No, I, listen, and, and sometimes... <laughs> that may all be okay. Yeah, and sometimes those two worlds don't understand each other. You know what I mean? Because you were, you're right. We, we live in, in a world where we're constantly creating, constantly thinking of things outside of the norm and and people like you know like your wife like you said she lives in the, the practical world like okay how much is this going to cost is this realistic you know what i mean like it so it's it is it's it's a balance you know yeah and it's it's um she's not allowed to have a bad day you know she's not allowed to go to work and not produce yeah. not be productive you know yeah. um so she doesn't understand how we can do that so it's you know it's it's that and it's a constant trying to figure out, you know, uh, trying to uh, keep an eye on the trends and be be able to see what's coming down the pike. Um, and then it's, it's you know, what project, because I've got so much up here, but what, you know, what's viable? What's really going to be viable? What's what's our next project? What are we going to do? Um, you know, what do you want to do? Um, so pitter-patter is something that I want to do because I just love it. Um, I never had pets growing up. Um so when I when we met, she had cats, and I was allergic. I've always been allergic to cats and dogs. So it, we had a rule that the, the cats weren't allowed down in the basement where the studio is for a long time. And then we got uh, we lived with we lived with her mother, um, and we her mother and her grandmother at the time. But since her grandmother's passed, and uh, her mother brought home a re uh, this little kitten. For her, <laughs> and then she she brought it home. This little white kitten with orange ears and an orange tail. For her, it was supposed to be her cat. And then she brought her home. It was there for a week, and she went on a Christmas cruise with her other daughter and grandchildren. She was gone for ten days. Well, during that time, the cat bonded with me. <laughs> and uh, he's he's right here. His name is Sherman. He's a seventeen pound baby <laughs> See if I can, uh, that's a big dude that's a is. big baby oh, wow that's Look pretty that. see <laughs> but uh so i would i'd be down here all day long listening to the cats upstairs play i'm listening to the pitter patter of their feet which is where the name comes from got it 
So a lot of things that we produce are things like that that happen to kind of influence the books. Yeah. You know, I, I drive, uh, I have a part-time job where I, I pick up and deliver fleet cars for various companies, pharmaceutical reps, uh, Amazon, whatever, vans, trucks. So one day, and we travel to five surrounding states, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, West Virginia, Michigan. I was out one night. Was I was out one day on a Friday, and it was in the summer, and it was 95 degrees all day long, and I was coming home, and I was stuck in Columbus, Ohio, in construction traffic, and I was moving two miles an hour, and there was this dead baby raccoon on the side of the highway it was just laying there and his hand was kind of out extended out like this and it just he just looked like he was laying there sleeping his his fur was just blowing in the breeze as the cars were passing him by and i just looked at him he was so cute and i thought to myself where was he going you know who's waiting on him who's gonna miss him you know and then it, it just started snowballing so i grabbed my cell phone and i started talking into it and that's how Roadkill Rampage was born. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, right? That that I and I've heard I've heard this story before because I've I've seen I've seen other interviews, and I love that story, man. Like I love the fact that it's so organic. <laughs> and I tell you, I, I can relate because I I drive for for my day. I drive all day as well, and there are so many different things that you yeah. see as you're driving, and the ideas yeah. just keep popping into your head for different things. Do you walk around at this point? And I know we have phones. And I know we can put stuff in notepads, but do you carry a pen and a, and a pad with you, like in the car all day, in case something else pops up? Yeah, I either have it. I either have it clipped to my neck, or <laughs> I, I, I I'm officially yeah. old now because I have to have a shirt with a pocket in it so I can put my pens in it. <laughs> and I've, I've I've got a backpack and it's got a notepad in it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, most of the time I do have that, but. Um, I, it's it's the phone. I pull up notes on my phone and I talk into it. Like today, um, we're working on another. We're starting on another book that I'm currently writing as I'm writing another issue of uh, Pitter Patter. And I, this other idea has come to me, and I was telling Tina about it over the weekend. And I, so I'm trying to write this other book, and this other character keeps talking to me, and I'm like, "Shut up! I'm supposed to be talking to you now." <laughs> so. It's, it's, it's constant, you know, it's, I mean, you guys know how it is. Yeah. You can't shut it off. It yeah. just keeps coming. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I grab the phone and I, and I, I talk that in. So I've got it documented because the ideas were fresh. They were organic. They were in my head. So I got it out of the way, hoping that that would push that out of the way and open up the other thing, which it did. So I could get back to what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> right. Right. So, Let me ask you a question about your creative uh, approach, because, how do you decide what you want to illustrate and what you want to outsource as far as illustration? Uh, it's basically what I feel comfortable drawing. I'm more of a cartoony guy. Yeah. I love a lot of detail. Like when I was inking G.I. Joe, that was perfect for me because I'm really anal with the detail. And if you guys have ever seen any of my illustration stuff, it's very high detailed, high end detailed stuff. My, the, the fan art pinups that I used to do back in the day. Um, that I don't do anymore. <laughs> um, but I, I enjoy, for me, I think my strength lies more in the pitter-patter kind of stuff, the peanut pudding and jelly kind of stuff, because the other stuff is just, it would be more of a struggle for me. Um, and there's Tina right now. <laughs> Little cameo. Uh, yes. 
Um, like, like Roadkill Rampage wouldn't have been the same book if I was drawing it. Um, and and I and I realize that it's just it's it it's going to get done a lot quicker, and it's going to get done if somebody else is doing it, and I can concentrate on the writing because Roadkill Rampage was really a challenge for me because one, it was my first jump into the horror genre, and two, it was it was it's an intricate story. Um, there are a lot of things weaving in and out of the story. There's there's a flashback in issue three. The first three pages are a flashback, but it it opens up. It tells you something about what's what's already happened, and it shines a new light on it. So it really opens up everything more and lets you know that there's a bigger world that we're not seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing that, and that's the kind of stuff that I've always loved. Um, I'm a I'm, I'm I'm dialogue heavy. Uh, people have compared my dialogue to Quint Tarantino. Nice. Um, yeah. Since learned that I need to trail some of that back because it's too much. Um, and I've just learned so much. Rookie Rampage is the first book that I've actually had a real live uh, flesh and blood editor edit me on it. Um, and we've had a couple of different editors um, from issue one to issue three, and that's really taught me a lot. Um, it's taught me to let the art speak for itself certain times because I was wanting, I was trying to shove everything in my head into the words and the script. And it was just overkill. Right. Um, you know, you, so you, if you read it, you know, the, the people that read it are like, all right, I don't need to be told this. I don't need to be told that. And I wasn't realizing that, you know, I was just verbally vomiting everything out. So, you know, I, it's, it's a learning process. Um, and it really, it, it's, it's really, uh, it's really taught me, you know, restraint. And it's taught me what needs to happen in the story to move it along and get to the end. Do you, do you, Rodney, when it comes to your writing and when it comes to your creating and, and putting your stories together, do you do the whole, you know, Bible? Do you do outlines? Like, what is your writing process when you're creating these stories, especially something as intricate as Roadkill, for example? We uh, started out initially, no. Uh, and then it, I was struggling with where we were going to go for it because initially it was just supposed to be a one shot, mm. but the issue one turned out so well and we got such positive feedback on it that we decided to do, turn it into a four issue story, a four issue miniseries. And I had an idea about what to do with issue two. I had, they got the idea about the dog fighting ring and it just mushroomed from there. And then uh, what, what's, what happened in issue three. And as I was writing issue three, what happened in issue four came to me and uh, it just all, you know, you, they say things happen for a reason. And I think it happened. It happened because it, it, it taught me how to do a beginning in the middle and an end. Cause I never got to do that with the superior seven. Um, and you know, Pitter Patter is just a book that, you know, could go on indefinitely because they're cats. You know, same thing with Peanut Pudding and Jelly. Um, so it's nice to be able to write a beginning, the middle, and the end. Um, and knowing that I, you can go back and revisit it with different characters from different perspectives and different things that happen in that world for different stories. But this initial story in this world is started and it's going to be finished and it's going to be in one little package, nice and neat, and it's going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's the awesome. thing. It's, you know, the book is done. Uh, Adam Adam is actually 
uh, inking the last two pages today. Uh, well, he's 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 done with the inking. He's doing the gray washes, um, and then he's gonna probably take a break for a week or so, and he's gonna hop on issue four, which the script for issue four is already done. It's already been edited, and it's waiting on him. Nice. So you don't have to. Nobody has to worry about that. Um, but yeah, and it's it's it, it, as far as um, the Bibles and stuff like that. I have done that. I did that with the Superior Seven. I, I, I built a world because it was based in the future in 2070. So I built a world, you know, and they, they, that those characters existed in Cincinnati, Ohio, much like the Marvel characters are in New York city. I always loved that, that you recognize landmarks when Spider-Man was flying through central park. Oh, yeah. central park. So I wanted to do that with my characters. Um, and, uh, so I built that world, but I built it in the future. And, uh, the, what the the IPs that we have now don't really call for that. Okay. Um, and as far as Rogue Kill Rampage, I guess I could do it, but the answer, the 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 cut and dry answer to that is I haven't. That's all in my head. Got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah no, I, I was looking through your, your campaign, and you have something really cool that I I don't think I've ever seen in one where you build your own. Um, you have a thing where you build your own uh, reward essentially it's probably like the first reward so it's build your own reward it's, it starts at a dollar basically you just kind of pick whatever you want out of your add-ons and yeah. that becomes your reward which is very 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 uh different i've, I've actually never seen that uh, yeah. on a kickstarter before especially and it's good because this is your third issue so it's good for people to say all right you know what i don't have issue two maybe i can throw that in there instead of you know i'm going to start from two to three instead of you know having to do all of them um, at the same time, and, and Sam is yeah. running through these things, bro. Look at these beautiful pages. Holy cow! Yeah, that's all Adam Fields. He's he's just yeah, no, it's gorgeous, dude. It's gorgeous. If you if you scroll back up, Sam, because there there was at the very beginning of this thing, you have his process, and he 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 draws traditionally, right? He's got the eleven by seventeen sheets of paper, and uh, no, that's all, um, that's all digital. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, so 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 his process is still digital. He just does everything digital. Yeah, except for well, he 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 he's, he was inking some of the pages organically because they moved. Okay, his wife got a job, so she had to move, and she she went ahead and moved and started her job, and he stayed with the kids till the end of the school year, so they could finish out school. And then he was his he was his job was to sell the house, pack up the house, move the family up to Northern Ohio from Southern Ohio. So there was a point where everything, his studio was packed up and he was inking everything on board. Oh, um, okay. I gotcha. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. most of it is, is organic or is digital now. That's cool. Yeah. Cause he's got the digital pencils and he printed it on 11 by 17 Bristol. Hand colored yeah. it and scanned it back in. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Man. And it's wow. neat to get, to get out. Cause I'll be sitting here working and I'll, I'll get a, uh, a message from him on Facebook and it'll be the pencils you know, and I have to approve the pencils. Right. You know, so I've got the script sitting right here and I'll pull it up and I'll look at it and I'll say, okay, this work, this, this is cool. This is cool. Wait, why don't we flip this panel or do this or that, the other, and he gets a thumbs up and he starts ink, he fleshes it out more than he starts inking it, you know, and it's, and then, and then I, then we get the finishes and it's like, holy cow. <laughs> and, and I was at work today and I was driving and Tina sent me a message. She said, did you see what he sent? And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, Adam, what Adam just sent. Have you seen it? Holy shit. 
And I was like, no, I haven't seen it. She goes, well, when you get to where you can pull over and stop and look, you need to pull over and stop and look. <laughs> and I got to that point and I looked and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, now look at that. Look at that bottle panel right there. My goodness, man. No. Holy cow. He's he's having a blast doing this book. Yeah, dude. So is, is this a thing where like your next issue is your favorite issue? Is is this what's happening with like rap, like Roadkill Rampage or like do you have a favorite issue so far? I think my favorite issue is going to be issue four. Yeah. Because I'm implementing some story techniques um, that it, well you'll see it in issue three, mm -hmm. but you'll see more of it in issue four and. Uh, the way we round it out and wrap it up, uh, pretty happy with. Um, and we're actually going to do a uh, we one week. What what's it called? It's called a, a a one week left on the Kickstarter, and we've given Adam the script for issue four um, that only has like four pages in it. He doesn't know what happens. He's got everything but the last four pages. So that we're going to send him the last four pages and then he's going to read it on air live. We're going to do a, a stream and we want to get his honest live reaction to what happens. Awesome. Which awesome. is really scary. <laughs> because yeah. what if he hates it? <laughs> But, you know, I, when I came up with the idea, I didn't think of that. And last, <laughs> last night, you know, it was like, because I got to go to bed early on the days that I drive. I have to go to bed early because I got to get up at 5 o'clock. So she turned around and she was writing a promo for her. She swings around in a chair and she goes, what if he hates it? And I'm like, uh, shit, I didn't think of that. <laughs> what are we going to sell that? I was like, well, it's going to be this honest, organic reaction. That's, That's what it. people listen to Howard Stern. Because they want to know what he's going to say next. So, yeah, yeah, this about is, to find out. Yeah, exactly. And I want it to be honest and I want it to be live and I want it to, to be, you know, uh, people love organic. They love when things are real. But so much of life is scripted. You know, if you can present people stuff that is live and happens real time, you know, and it's people love to watch the creative process. They love to look behind the curtain. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So I, I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting. I mean, this, so he knows that he's gonna be reading this on the air. Oh uh, yeah, I asked him about. It. I said, "What do you think? Do you think it's something?" He's like, "Hell yeah, man, that'd be awesome." <laughs> <laughs> like, because dawned on me, we were we were talking, and it dawned on me that the only people that know about it are me and Tina, and maybe two other people. Well, your editor, right? Obviously, <laughs> yeah. So, and and I thought about it, and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we had Adams? live reaction of what happens so and i kind of sat on it for for a couple of days and I, then i brought it up and okay let's do it and then then last night what if he hates it so so you're, you're streaming this live on on when, now when when will this be streaming the week before the end of the campaign you said it's going to be tomorrow it's tomorrow night oh tomorrow night all That's, right it'll be a week left of the campaign I so see. tomorrow night at 8 30 eastern yeah, and it's you know it's only going to be maybe fifteen or twenty minutes, you know, yeah, yeah. just enough to see his reaction and talk about it without saying without revealing what happens, and just you know get get everybody's interaction with the fans and stuff. And I just think it will be neat, you know. Yeah. It's cool being a geek and being a 
you know, this is an idea. Let's do it and see what happens. You know, if he hates it, he hates it, you know, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. This, so I mean, we, we're, we're at that point, Rodney, where we're going to give you the camera and we want you to give us that elevator pitch. And why should people support uh, Roadkill Rampage? Okay. So, uh, and then how can they uh, contact you and where are you on social media? Awesome. Okay. All right, everybody. So Roadkill Rampage, um, the reason you should support it is because it's a good horror story. Uh, it's full of action and scary a uh, bunch of turn page jumps it's fun there's some comedy mixed in there so if you're a fan of the 70s and 80s grindhouse movies or comics um i grew up on that kind of stuff in, in the 70s uh, 50 60s 70s horror comics and stuff if that's your bag this is going to be something that you're going to enjoy um so check it out it's just it's the story of People, people being confronted with things and overcoming things, and you know facing impossible odds and being having the hell scared out of them and being chased for their lives. So, check it out. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's got beautiful artwork. I'm told the story is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so, we ask that you please give it a chance. Check it out. Uh, issue three is currently live on Kickstarter, and uh, I love it. We love it. We think it's a great book. Um, people that have got the first two issues love it. So give it a try. Go check it out. If you like it, tell your friends, bring a buddy, um, and uh, share, share, share. Um, and as far as where you can find me, I am on Instagram at Rodney underscore Fike. That's F-Y-K-E. I am on Facebook, Rodney Fike Art on Facebook and Twitch. I am on the Hazm YouTube channel, which is H-A-Z-Z-U-M. On the YouTube channel, you can go to Hazm.com where you can find all of our books, Peanut Pudding and Jelly, Unchained, Pitter Patter, and Roadkill Rampage. There's backstories. There's a blog with some entries in it. You can check out everybody on the creative staff, and you can order mugs, T-shirts, whatever from there, and you can order books from there. Um, but you don't want to order them there. You want to order them on a Kickstarter right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do a, a, a weekly stream, uh, a weekly show. It's on Thursdays and Fridays with Sean Forney called Thursday Night Throwdown and Friday Night Draw, where we we draw, we work on commissions or pages or whatever we're working on and talk all things nerdy for about an hour and a half. And then I am going to be starting uh, this Saturday as a permanent guest on Sketchy Saturday on the Raging, Raging Podcast Network um, at 10 a.m. on Saturday mornings with C. Michael Lanning and others. So please come check us out there on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And that's about it. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, thanks, Rodney, for being on the show. Again, guys, check out the campaign. Um, it's, uh, you know, you're a fantastic creator, fantastic artist. Thank you. You know, and, uh, you know, this is why we you know, want you on the show. So when, when Tina hit me up, I was like, yeah, well, of course we'll fit them in. Um, you know, we're true supporters of what you guys do. Um, love what you do. So keep up and the great we love what you guys do as well. Thank you. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yeah, and you're welcome back anytime. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, again, thank you. That's Rodney Frank. I just put the link again in the chat. It's also in the summary, guys. Go check it out. Roadkill Rampage. Issue number three. There's eight days to go. Uh, support it. Uh, share it. Like it. Thank you again, Rodney. Um, and uh, we'll talk soon. Come check us out tonight at 8.30 and see, yeah. the, see the reveal. You got it. Thanks, Rodney. Have a good one, man. Peace. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Later.
All right, so that was Rodney Fike. Again, guys, check it out. Um, um, this is another great episode. Fantastic story. Fantastic backstory. I love the backstory. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we have to go because we're getting ready to do another show in five minutes with uh, Sebastian Bonet. But if you like this episode, please give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't done so, whether you're listening to us on Twitch or Facebook. Come over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Help us get monetized. Uh, with that said, I'm your host with the most. George Bedita, peace. Sammy crapped out again. <laughs> Later, guys. Peace out.